Welcome to Sheesh Fit, a celebration of good health and an examination of holistic fitness. I'm your host, Ashish Thomas. Yoga is one of the most common forms of physical exercise in America today. It's grown in popularity over the past decade to a point where 38.4 million Americans claim practicing yoga in 2022, which shows growth from the 36.7 million Americans in 2016 and 20.4 million Americans in 2012. Yoga has been cited by many people in the U.S. as a great way to relieve stress. Research has actually shown that yoga can relieve stress, but also help people with chronic diseases manage their symptoms, as well as help people lose weight, and even help people overcome substance use. However, because yoga incorporates a variety of activities, it's not very easy to determine how much it's helping. Still, yoga can be a beneficial addition to your routine. Um, It can get you to a better place mentally and can serve as a tool for injury prevention and optimal physical health. Now, yoga is a Sanskrit word that translates to yoke or union. And the aim of yoga is to unite the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects of ourselves to achieve greater peace. Now, to give a brief history, it's believed that yoga has existed since the dawn of civilization. According to the lore, um, Lord Shiva, a Hindu god with many incarnations, was the first yogi. Thousands of years ago in the Himalayas, Shiva taught the seven sages about yoga, and these sages carried the knowledge of yoga to different parts of the world. But it was in India where yoga was fully expressed. Agastya was the sage who molded Indian culture around a yogic way of life. So yoga did exist in the pre-Vedic period, but somewhere in the 2nd century BC, um, some say between the 1st century BCE and the 5th, the Hindu sage Patanjali codified yoga practices. The texts he constructed were known as the Yoga Sutras. Now, yoga was meant to allow users to control their mind and prevent focus on external objects, but it went on to include physical exercise as well. There are many different types of physical exercise involved with yoga and many different types of yoga in general, But most types of yoga involve physical posture, breathing, and spirituality. Patanjali described eight limbs or steps to reach the goal of the practice. Each limb is a spiritual, mental, or physical practice that builds upon one another. The first limb, yama, focuses on how we can conduct ourselves. And the golden rule is, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Essentially, treat others how you want to be treated. Niyama is the second limb, and it relates to spiritual observances. It's meant to give users the strength to progress spiritually and have a positive internal space. Asana, the third limb, is what we're most likely to think of when it comes to yoga. It means proper posture and consists of different yoga poses. Pranayama, the fourth limb, is proper breathing exercises. And Pratyahara, limb five, 
is when we make an effort to not focus on the external world and outside distractions. Dharana is the concentration and focusing of the mind on a single thing. Dhyana is meditation and uninterrupted concentration. This is different from Dharana in that Dharana requires focus on a single thing, while Dhyana brings about no thoughts in the mind at all. The eighth and final limb is Samadhi. This is essentially a state of ecstasy where the user experiences interconnectedness with all living things. To briefly go over the branches of yoga, there are six different ones. Hatha Yoga, Raja Yoga, Bhakti Yoga, Karma Yoga, Jnana Yoga, and Tantra Yoga. Each branch has unique characteristics and represents a different type of approach to life. Some people may find one branch more in tune with what they believe in, but that's not to say that there is no overlap between the branches or that you can't participate in other branches. Now, we often see Hatha Yoga in Western yoga practices, and this is the physical and mental branch that aims to prime the body and mind. It places emphasis on postures or asanas and breathing exercises or pranayama. It also places emphasis on stress relief and physical fitness. There is a lot of diversity within Hatha Yoga, and there are many different schools and styles. Raja Yoga focuses on meditation and adherence to the eight limbs of yoga. It involves mind and body control and has influenced Hatha Yoga. Karma Yoga aims to create a future free from negativity and selfishness through service in daily life. And it's meant to control your ego. Bhakti Yoga is a path of devotion and its practices are meant to connect the yoga practitioner to the divine. This one is actually often considered the easiest of the six. Jnana Yoga is about wisdom. It involves developing the intellect through study. And finally, uh, Tantra Yoga is a practice that seeks to balance, instead of renouncing, the human instinct to reach enlightenment. So those are the six different practices. People have a certain idea of what yoga is, but fail to realize that it's very diverse and can vary from population to population. What we have seen through social media and yoga classes isn't showing the whole picture, and we may have developed some misconceptions about what yoga is along the way through its immense growth in the Western Hemisphere. Yoga is not about contorting your body to complicated and extreme poses, which is often what we see online. Postures don't have to be complex. There should be a greater focus on breath work and your inner being and how that complements your physical posture. Some people say that the simpler, the better, and more effective yoga is. So don't think that you have to do crazy advanced poses to get the most out of it. And remember that yoga poses are just one part of the practice. Breathing and meditation are just as important. That being said, the physical part of yoga is meant as a way to exhaust the body as well as the mind to open yourself up for deeper meditation. The physical aspect of yoga can also allow for rehabilitation and injury prevention 
by providing you additional strength and flexibility. Another misconception is that yoga cannot provide a challenging workout. Uh, yoga can certainly be difficult. There are many different types of yoga and it doesn't always have to be low intensity. The last misconception I want to discuss is that there are better yoga poses and this just goes back to the fact that contorting your body like crazy and doing these complex poses it does not provide you a better yoga workout. Similarly, you can't put the traditional yoga poses in some sort of hierarchy. Before I end things off, let's talk about getting started in yoga. The great thing about yoga is that you barely need any materials. You need comfortable clothes and you need a good quality yoga mat, but that's pretty much it. It could be a good idea to wear tighter fitting clothes so that loosely hanging fabric doesn't get in the way while you're doing certain poses. Uh, and it's also preferable to not wear socks because they can be slippery and cause a hazard. There are different types of yoga you can get into. Hatha yoga, as I mentioned, is the most common type of yoga. But its difficulty often depends on the yoga teacher. Power yoga can be a good choice if you are looking to train for strength and possibly even build some muscle. This type of yoga is no joke and requires you to complete poses that require quite a bit of strength, like headstands for example. If you want to focus on stretching, yin yoga helps you stretch connective tissue and is a more relaxed style that requires you to stand still for longer periods of time, which could mean three to five minutes. Restorative yoga is also a slower paced style that is popular for being calming. So there are plenty of different options. Um, you may opt to start off at home and follow along with YouTube videos, or you may just decide to practice some common yoga poses, but getting taught by a seasoned instructor can be beneficial in making sure that you're doing these yoga exercises safely. Instructors with a 200 hour teaching certificate from a teacher training program accredited with the Yoga Alliance are trained on injury prevention, so it's always a good idea to reach out to them. And that's all I have to talk about. Um, yoga has transformed Western society despite existing for what seems like the beginning of time. It's grown tremendously in recent years, and if you aren't already, you can very well be a part of that growth. So there's no harm in um, grabbing a mat and trying it out. 